Welcome to the Geek and I podcast. This is our year-end spectacular. And it will be spectacular. You know how I know? Because I've seen it already. (laughs) So, So for news and information and... Uh, and everything in the world geek you can visit geeknewsnow.net excellent website for all your geeky news Uh, no clickbait honest reporting and uh, just some uh, just some great great information so visit them at geeknewsnow.net this week we are sponsored by Metallic Dice Games visit them at metallicdicegames.com for everything you need in your gaming experience Use code GNN at checkout and save 10%. We are also sponsored this week by KSSpecialty.com. Visit KS-Specialty.com. They are your one-stop shop for promotional products and business gifts. You can get pens, hats, t-shirts... Uh, water bottles, anything that you need to promote what you are doing and get your name out there in the world, ks-specialty.com. Well, Jeffrey, how are you this week? Doing most excellent, man. How are you doing? Doing well. Um, Are you glad 2020 is over? Man, we're at the bridge of 2021. And I'm ready. I got my angel soft. This is why I'm four. I'm prepared this time. <laughs> you're, you're prepared for the worst. And hoping for the best. Yes, but with an angel. <laughs> you know, not to get off on a tangent here, but you you prefer... <laughs> the heck, the heck. <laughs> you prefer... The soft paper? Well, last year I had a choice between paper towels and... So, yeah. This year I'm thinking ahead. See, me personally, i rather have, you know, a little bit rougher experience, I guess. That way, you know, know, it's like digging into (laughs) the cracks and crevices. Um... Are you using sandpaper? <laughs> well, it is. It is called sandel. Feels like sandpaper, but it's not. <laughs> so, so. Um, this is how we're gonna start the podcast. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're we're headed into the toilet for this one, um, Jeffrey. How, how, how would you how would you rate? 2020 if you had to if you had to um go on yelp and yelp about 2020 what kind of rating would you give it man that's a tough question because uh, it 2020 taught me a lot uh it only taught me more about who i am as a person because when you spend a lot of time with yourself and talking to others via like what we're doing, um, you know, on, on the computer and, and and video and all that, you realize the kind of person you become. And so 2020 taught me that, 
normally I'll go out and volunteer to do, you know, for Thanksgiving, you know, food drives and uh, Christmases and all that. But this year I didn't do it because you know what? There's that thing that's out there that's going to kill you. And it's called a virus. And until we get things under control, and I've seen a lot of my friends who had children die and a lot of my close friends who actually had people that died. It, this is real. And, yeah, it, it really freaked me out a little bit, but also taught me self it taught me a lot about myself that even though I'm a giving person, sometimes you got to give in a different way. Right. And I think our show is part of giving because we're showing our audience something different and something new and, and bringing people together and what they do in their lives to become better people. So, yeah, I think 2020 changed a lot of us. You, you know, and I, I, I agree because I started this, you know, before you um, came on back in, I would say, May of 2020. And I wouldn't have done that if we weren't confined to our houses and the businesses that, you know, was closed. Um, And there are some good things that came out. You know, I don't want to say good things, but you know what I mean? It's like there are there there were opportunity, you know, doors closed and another door opened. So I think as far as 2020 was concerned, you know, there were opportunities that were there that wouldn't have have been available beforehand. And, you know, speaking of, you know, the situation where you mentioned that it's 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 became, you know, you were doing things that you wouldn't normally do. That reminds me of one of our, one of our guests um, this year who was, was a, a writer, a director, a stunt man. And what has he, what has he done with his 2020, but made, hopefully what is going to be known around the world as one of the biggest inventions um, in, in our time. And that's, that's Mr. Harry mock and his, his mask. And let's see, let's, let's revisit uh, our, our time with, with Harry. And as he tells us about, about the mask that he's, he's currently working on. Killer. Um, I'm involved with uh, some new technologies uh, where uh, I got involved with uh, um, the, in the business of manufacturing masks. And during a time where we really, really needed, because I know the outbreak is, has just jumped on us again. Uh, mm-hmm. But what we're doing with our mask, and I have one right here to show you, we have a very, very unique mask. I'm going to put it on for you. And what makes this mask unique is that we're, we're, we have a, a coating, a special coating that we're using on this that's patented coating that will kill the 91% of the virus on contact. And the rest of the virus, if there's any left, will be, ki- will be killed minutes later. Not only that, this mask also blocks out the virus by 99%. So this is like an N99 mask mm-hmm. along with a... Um, uh, um, a very, a very special coating 
uh, that will eliminate the virus as well. Well, I noticed the shape of it also is Mm -hmm. a little different to to um, a normal, um, you know, one of those paper masks that you would buy in a 10 pack at Walmart. Yes. Yes. This is this is what they call a butterfly style mask. There's there's the, the, the 3M you notice is a round cup. And this is more of a butterfly style because it, it folds literally flat like this and then it opens up. Whereas the 3M cup stays that form, you know. That to me is is, is pretty neat and worthy of, of a of a round of applause in in twenty twenty for uh for Mr for Mr. Harry. So um Good things are, you know, hopefully around the corner in um, in twenty one, and uh, we can all hope that um, things start turning around, you know, quickly. So um, let's let's bring the program up a little bit, and let's talk about some of the things that we are here to talk about. Uh, as the geek and I, and the, the the show that we do, and 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 collecting and movies and TV and stuff like that. So, I have a couple of questions here for you. Um, so, let me get your opinions on these, kind of like our year-end uh, award show. Um, so, let's start off with your. Um, your best purchase of the year, the thing that you bought. What is your best purchase of 2020? Wow. Um, that's a tough question because uh, for me as a collector, um, I came across a lot of cool stuff, but there's one thing. Let me get here. Hold on. This guy, it's a 12-inch re- exact replica of the original arcade game Dragon Slayer. And what was cool about this thing was it plays the original game. Dragon Slayer. Can I hear it? Fantasy adventure oh, check this out. Behind here, quest to rescue the fair princess there, there's a way you connect this to your TV. Let me, let me lower this. So not only are you able to play the original game, they could put it on a bigger screen so you could play it. And the last time I played this was when I was at the uh, museum over in Frisco, uh, the video game museum, my brother and my nephew and, and you know, um, and his wife. Uh, it, it was just an extraordinary time with family, playing old school games. So, yeah, this thing in 2020 brought back a lot of memories. And, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Check this out. In the back, <laughs> It comes with a little laser disc player. And check this out. I mean, I got backwards. There you go. And you open it up, and it comes with a laser disc just fell. But it's really cool. So, yeah, man, that, that was one of my favorite purchases. How about you, though? Uh, I'm gonna, let's see. You know what? I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, um, I'm going to have to go with this thing right here. Do you see this? 
Make it bigger. That's what she said. <laughs> right here. Yeah, okay. Do you know what? Can you tell me what that is? Have you ever seen one of those before? Is it a laser disc player? No. It's a VCR. <laughs> a VCR? It is a VCR. I purchased that um, at the ReStore for $5. So now I can watch all my original pan and scan versions of Star Wars before they're specialized. Nice. Special editions. All my all my collection, all my uh, all my old videotapes I can play right there on that VCR. So that is that is my best uh purchase of uh of 2020. And uh, you know but for five bucks, even if it didn't work, um you That's know, extraordinary. It's you know you know, you take a gamble and you know sometimes you sometimes you win. Is it a hi-fi VCR or a mono? Yeah. Hi-fi. Hi-fi stereo. Yep. Back in the days, those are going for hundreds of dollars. That's uh, and it's also got a, a DVD player. It's a DVD on the on the left hand side and a VHS on the right hand side. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I haven't I haven't tried it on the you know a DVD yet. But um the, the VHS works works great. So that is my my best purchase of the year. So let's let's go on to our next category. Our next category is what is your best gift of the year? What did you receive this year um, that touched you the most as far as uh, as far as a gift and what other people thought? Hmm. Well, that's a tie. Because uh, I got two. Santa gave me this. I've yet to build it, but it's a metal DeLorean. And the other thing is Wave Player 2. I've been waiting to read this book, and uh, Angela Joseph was a good friend of mine who gave me the book, and I'm into it. I've yet to finish it, but it's a really good book. Looking forward to Hopefully, Steven Spielberg will come back and do the movie. Now, how did how does that how does the book how does it start in relation to where the the last one left off? Well, no spoilers because I'm not that guy. But it picks up pretty much right after the uh, first movie leaves off, so it just picks you right up in that scene. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? I'm. It is one of the. I don't read a lot. Um, but, uh, I do, um, I do look forward to, to reading that and, and, and checking that out and hopefully I can get through it before 2021 is over. So what was your best gift of the year, John? Um, let's see mine, you know, it's a toss up. Uh, I have, I have four. Um, only because I have four children and if I picked one, I know, <laughs> I know everybody else would be hurt. Um, but let me, let me say that number one would probably be 
this microphone right here. I got this from my Make daughter. Make picture bigger. I got this see the microphone. It is a it is a, a a neat worker bee. I got this um, from my daughter, and my daughter-in-law came with uh, the speak the microphone, the headsets, and a mixing board. That nice. would be fun. And then my son Michael sent me this for Christmas. It is a 40th anniversary. Oh. Uh, Poster of the Empire Strikes Back in Japanese. That's that's killer. That's pretty neat. Um, and then I have uh, over on this side right here. This I got for my birthday from my son and his wife. Um, it is an uh, on the air, a light up on the air um, sign. Um, which is pretty cool because that matches. I don't know. You can't really see it over here. I have a microphone uh, that actually looks just like that microphone, which also matches our logo right here. Um, yeah. And then I don't know if you can, you can't see the, let me see if I can do it this way. You can't really see what's a, the other one. My other, my, my other daughter um, gave me, Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. You can't even, I don't even know how to do this. There it is. Is that it? I can't tell. Oh, that's my chin. She gave you more wrinkles than your chin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me, she's giving me wrinkles and gray, gray hair. She's giving me a lot of gray hair. Uh, it's, it's a, it is a, it is a ring light. Um, so you can see all my grays, uh, nice up, uh, nice and close up. So those are, those are probably my, my best, uh, gifts of, of the year of 2020. Um, so nice. I really appreciate everything that, uh, my children have done for me. And, uh, you know, I worked hard getting them to where they are in life. Um, worn out a lot of belts. Can you give us some fatherly advice to others who are starting out new with children? Uh, you know what? Just enjoy the time. Be their best friend. And, you know, even though, you know, every single one of them will say at one point in time, I hate you. Just know that they don't mean it. And then once they're off on their own, they will come back, and if you've treated them right and brought them up the right way, they they will come back, and they'll be like, you know, you were right. And there'll be there'll be uh, people uh, in society that you can be you can be proud of, and that's that's the number one thing that I have right there is 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 four kids that I'm extremely proud of, and probably the the ultimate gift of 2020 is. Uh, my new grandson. So um, wow. that's that it was 2020 has been great that way for me. Um, show, shown me the, the, the greatness of my kids. So, so let's move that's over. Killer, uh, yeah. Well, they are, they're cool kids. And I, you know, if they ever come back, um, 
<laughs> I don't know where they are right now, but uh, if they ever decide to come home, um, maybe we can get together and, uh, and hang out post COVID days. So let's let's move over to entertainment. Give me uh, Jeffrey your best TV show of the season of the of the year. Now it doesn't have to be something that's brand new that just premiered this year. It can be. It can be streaming. It can be um, something that's uh, on streaming right now that has just caught your attention for the first time. Um, what would that be? Your best TV show of the year? Man, that that's pretty tough because uh, I've been watching a lot of TV shows, especially during this time. But uh, lately, uh, I've gotten into that TV show called Young Sheldon. Um, it's a prequel to the TV show of the uh, of those guys. I, I forgot the name of that show. Um, Big Bang Theory. There you go. My, my niece is into the Big Bang Theory and was telling me about the show, and I just kind of didn't get into it at the time. But watching the backstory got me more into the show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm caught with young Sheldon, and now I'm diving into the Big Bang Theory, and it's a really good show. So, yeah, I'm kind of digging that right now. How mm-hmm. about you, though? Uh, I have I have a couple that um, that I've seen this, this year, and I've binge-watched for the first time um during quarantine and and illness um i would have to say um i really enjoyed new girl that's on uh, on netflix i watched that for the first time all the way through uh, when it was on tv a couple of years back i kind of did first two seasons and then sort of lost interest um but you know being able to 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 stream it back to back to back to back. There were times where I mean we would we would sit down and 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 watch four hours of of New Girl a night. Um, I've watched every episode of Friends during the during the during twenty twenty that um, I had never watched Friends before. I always thought they were annoying, especially <laughs> Ross. And um, after watching you know ten seasons of of friends ross is annoying <laughs> he's confirmed but Jennifer Aniston still kicks butt oh yeah yes yep she's she is she was the reason that i watched um and just you know just waiting for the paul rudd episodes to come on because i i knew he was on there and i like him as ant-man so i wanted to see how how he would uh, fit into to friends but probably the the best TV show of of the year would be um, for me would be uh, Cobra Kai season two of Cobra Kai. I just think there's just something about that show. Um, not only does it bring back nostalgia, it's also got a great story, and the just Johnny is such an interesting character where it's. It's weird that you go like one episode you feel bad for him, and then the next episode you hate him again, and then <laughs> the next episode you feel bad for him. It's like he's just you know it's just a perfect, perfectly written show, uh, perfectly made show, and probably as this episode is airing uh, for the first time on uh, New Year's Day, I will be binge watching season three 
Um, oh yeah. So I can't wait to, I can't wait for January, uh, January 1st, um, uh, to, to come along. So yeah, probably, probably Cobra Kai would be my, uh, top pick for the TV show that I, that I enjoyed the, the most of. So let's kind of narrow that down a little bit and go from uh, your best TV show to your best TV episode. What episode? There was one episode of any show. Now, it doesn't have to be the show that you picked as your best. A uh, little, you know, Big Bang Theory or Little Sheldon, you know, it is what is your favorite episode of any TV show that you watched in 2020? Well, I have to say, uh, I was influenced by one of our guests, uh, Butch Patrick. When uh, he came aboard and we started talking about the old school shows, I started diving into the monsters and, you know, Lidsville. And like you're talking about the dungeons, uh, about those episodes, one of the episodes that stuck out the most for me was when Herman became normal looking, like he would normally look like before the makeup. So that's got to be my favorite one. Uh, I just have to say, out of the year, that's one that stood out the most for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes that. What makes, about you, though? Um, probably it's a it's a toss up between um, the season finale of season two of Cobra Kai with the the big fight in the high school um, or the season premiere of season two of Mandalorian with uh, the Marshall and Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, pick one though. Um, if I had to pick one, I would probably pick uh, the Mandalorian season one uh, episode with Timothy Oliphant. I think that was just a great uh, casting choice. I think he is an awesome uh, an awesome actor. He's great at everything that he is in that I've seen him in. Um, I would really hope that somebody somewhere realizes how cool he is and kind of, I don't want to say reboot because everybody hates reboots nowadays, but I would really love to see a reboot of Dirty Harry set in the the, the 2020s and Timothy Oliphant's character having to struggle with the type of person that Dirty Harry feels like he should be, um, but what society tells him is correct, and him not just not giving two craps about society. I think he would be an awesome, um, you know, or son of Dirty Harry, or Dirty Harry Junior, or or something. You know, I just think he's kind of uh, like what they did with Shaft. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Chef, yeah, Chef Junior, little Shaft, something that the, something that the ladies don't go for, little Shaft. So. That would be interesting to see him do it during Harry, because uh, you know people start trying to reboot things. And one thing I was happy about about Cobra Kai, because originally it was supposed to be a reboot, and they did it as a continuation. Right. And that's why I like the most is when they do a continuation. Right. So you know maybe he is you know Dirty Harry Junior. And takes over, and you know you can have uh, you can have Clint come in, and you know 
he comes home for dinner one night and there's Clint, you know, having, having a meal and he's sitting around the kitchen table and like, kid, <laughs> you've made a mistake, you know, and, and, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, do you know how much corn is in this pot? Can <laughs> the corn, you know, something like that. But um, you know, I, I I must agree that uh, with your your favorite episode of the year with um, the monsters, um, and it was you know going back to Butch uh, Patrick, um, he was probably um, one of the coolest. Um, one of the coolest guys that, uh, that, that I've met, but we'll come to that. Um, uh, we'll come to that question. Um, if, if you can't, um, spoiler alert, uh, a question in, in a little bit, but, uh, moving on to movies, what is your best movie of the year? Man, it doesn't have to be something that uh, you know that you've you've watched for the first time. It can be something that you know you sat down and we've we've all watched different movies all year long. Um, some you know, like like I watch Jaws every every uh, July Fourth weekend. Um, something that you've seen before, but watched it again for the first time this year. I, I must say, um, I revisit this film many times over, and just just watching Star Wars the original version, not the uh, you know special edition, but the one where it says Star Wars and then went right into the crawl. That's the one I watched the most off my laser disc, and that's got to be the one that speaks the most to me each and every year. So, best movie of the year every year is going to be Star Wars the original, not the special edition. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about you, John? Um, I don't. I don't know. I've seen so many movies on on uh, on lockdown, quarantine this year. Um, and it doesn't help being a movie fan either, though. No, it, it it doesn't because I like all I like all movies. You know. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, the the one movie that, again that I keep going back to over and over again. Like, if I had to pick this category based on what, um, what I what I gravitate towards every time I'm bored in the house and there's nothing to watch, I would have to say Ready Player One. I would have to put you know there's always a time where I put that on on TV and you know even if I'm vacuuming. Or doing dishes or whatever, cleaning up, or you know, just just lounging around, not doing anything. It's going to be Ready Player One because it is just you know I'm I'm more of a of a, an effects and music guy, and I think the effects and the and the music um, are just are just killer on on that um, on that episode and uh, or that that movie, and it's you can watch that. You can watch that over and over again. So I would probably say Ready Ready Player One. So let's go to the book and read the ending of Ready Player Two there, Mike. So, no, I'm joking. I'm not going to do that to you guys. <laughs> it, I'll read it to you. It's the end. Or do you think? Insert coin to Ready continue. Ready Player Three, 
Yeah, insert coin to continue. I haven't read the ending, guys, so therefore there's no spoilers. <laughs> right. So now let's let's do the flip side of that. Let's take that coin and flip it over. And what is your worst movie of 2020? I'm pretty choosy on movies, so therefore I, I rarely see a worse film. Um, yeah, because there's not there's okay. I will have flashback to like old school days. Worst movie of the year, and it'll still be the worst movie ever every year if I decide to play again. Would be the Batman Beyond, where George Clooney is Batman, and they had. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. I walked out of the theater for that one. I've yet to finish it. I own the box set of all the Batman films, and that's amongst them, and I've yet to watch it to continue it. It's the one, yeah. it's the one still wrapped in plastic, right? No, because it's part of the box set, so therefore oh. it's there. But I've yet to bring myself to pop it in and find out what happens next because it was just such a terrible film. I had to walk out. Mr. Freeze was coming down. They were doing the ice skating thing. And that's when I said, I'm going to play some video games. And I was on a date that day. So I told my chick, hey, I'll be outside if you want to catch me later. And then she caught me playing video games after the film. I said, did you enjoy it? She's like, it was really lame. I'm like, well, I didn't lose an extra hour of my life. <laughs> right. What about you? Is there a worst film that you've seen? That yes, there is. And it's just something that's recent within the last week if you if you know what's come out in the last week uh, this is my worst movie of the year because you know you have such high hopes for a movie based on the trailers and the past uh, performance of of the movie and the fact that you like the actors and the actress that's in the movie um my worst movie of the year is probably Wonder Woman 1984. I would, Dude, that was a killer flick. Why? I, I don't know. I just have a hard time. You know, I, I can see where they were going. Um, I don't know. Spoiler alert. I can see where they were going with kind of, um, uh, of making her really, really miss Steve Trevor. Mm -hmm. But it's 70 years or more. You know what? It's over. He's not coming back. You know, it's not like, you know, they kind of tried to do the Captain America, Steve Rogers, and Peggy Carter type of thing, you know, where he's still in love with her. But the difference is that he was frozen for those 70 years and didn't have a chance to move on in life. Whereas. Diana has has had all this time and she still looks up at a plane and sees him flying it. Come on. It's kind of, you know, it, it was just, I just think it was poor story. Are, are we going to spoilers here? Are, are we going to go to the spoiler territory? Well, yeah. Let's, a little warning. Let's, 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 let's do that. Let's do the, uh, let's do the, let's go into the, um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. Here's how I took the storyline personally. Number one, he was coming back through her wish. 
Therefore, he didn't have a time concept because he was pulled away from that point in time in his life where he died. So that kind of makes sense to me. That, well, that, yeah, that I can see him still loving her because that was kind of instantaneous. But her having the 70 plus years, well, you know, to, to get but over. You can't see that though because she's plucking him from that point of her life that she cared about him the most when he died. Therefore, there's no time continuism. It's not like Captain America in my eyes because the fact that there's no time that was lost or gained for her, she's pulling in that motion because the way I think the wishes work is that you wish for something that you cannot ever have. Yeah. And then well, when you have it, you're plucking it from that point in time that you cherish the most. That's true, I guess. And if I could make, uh, if I can hold this, this bottle right here and make a wish, I would wish for those two and a half hours back because that movie was just, <laughs> that movie was just so, I just, I, I, it was just so bad. And I'm glad. I just enjoyed the storyline and the, the message at the, towards the end, the message was powerful for me because, you know, the message of realizing what we all could do to help each other out. That was a really powerful message. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we all disagree sometimes. And this is one of those times because you're not going to change my mind. So let's see your thumb. I got a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, this dude hit. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it. We're it, the new Roger and Ebert, man. <laughs> it's, it's so bad that it'll get a thumbs down for the next Wonder Woman movie. That's how bad it was. It'll be a lingering taste. So. I enjoy the first one. I really enjoy her in uh, that Batman versus uh, Superman. Mm -hmm. That that flick was more hardcore. And uh, looking forward to the Snyder Cut, by the way, because you know what? Justice League, I was looking forward to that growing. Um, that movie, I liked it, but I felt like I was missing something. So the Snyder Cut might give me something I'm looking for. Right. And I'm, I'm hoping for that, too, you know, because I can do – I know they're going to do four-hour, four one-hour episodes, but, you know, eventually – Hopefully no walking trees like in, you know, the, the – the, uh, the Lord of the Rings, when they were walking so much with the trees, man, that got me. I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, the walking trees, that was tough. That was tough. And so. they go drop the ring. Oh, come on. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have just mailed the ring UPS because then nobody would ever see it again. <laughs> just give it to that little dude that wanted the ring so bad. Just give it to him. Let me yeah. happy. <laughs> Yeah, be happy. Who cares? So let's go to our program. Uh, and who was your best guest of the year of 2020 of the of the of the of the 10 people that we talked to? And I'm actually going to 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 bring it down to nine because um, I think on the top of both our lists is Santa Claus. He would top, he, he, he takes it automatically, but of the nine remaining, who is your best guest? Who did you enjoy speaking to the most? And who, who was it that gave you that little bit of information 
that you did not know was coming when they when they started to answer a question? It's like, John, which is your best kid, man? <laughs> oh, they know who the best kid is. I'm just not allowed to say it out loud. I, I, I love them equally. I appreciate Liam being our first guest, and I appreciate Patrick being our last guest before Santa. In between all those, I, I must say, I, I got to give it to the child in me, Butch Patrick, man. What, what, it's an honor to speak with that gentleman. So uh, amongst all of the guests we had, I appreciate the most. Butch Patrick to me was the one that I, I was just happy to do. Yeah, to me that is that is um, I I am in concurrence. Uh, Butch Patrick is my top guest of uh, of 2020, and let me let me play a, the the clip that sold it for me, um, and the little piece of knowledge, an unknown knowledge that he dropped on us. Um, during during that interview, so here's here's uh, Butch Patrick episode number eight of season two on the Geek and I podcast. Now you got the Donny Osmond hair going on there. Was that? Uh... I actually cut about four inches off my hair for this show. Really? That yeah. that was some rocking hair, man. Yeah, I was looking like I should have been in uh, Zeppelin or The Dead or something. When I went in for my interview, they go, oh, my God, you're going to have to lose the hair. Mm -hmm. And it was funny. The reason I cut it was because <laughs> about, oh, about a year later, there was a bad story. of George Lucas had approached me to cut my hair for a little movie. I was at the beach surfing, and he tracked me down. And I had very long hair surfing. And I come out of the water and he goes, hey, I would really like you to do this movie uh, about these cars up in Modesto in 1962, but you're going to have to cut your hair like a 50s look. And I said, no way, Mr. Lucas. I had no idea who George Lucas was back then. And American Graffiti came out and I went, oh, my gosh, what a big mistake that was. Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> he came looking He came looking to me to play Richard Dreyfuss' part. And I said, no, oh, thank you, sir. Good luck with your No way. Yeah. Wow. That? But everybody, everybody in Hollywood has one of those stories. It's funny. Uh, Paul Lamatt on that same level, he played Big John Milner. He turned down um, uh, Star Wars to play Han Solo. Jimmy and a very unknown wow. Harrison Ford, who was the guy that in the race driving the fifty-five, wound up. You know, it was a career changer for him. There you have it. He wanted George Lucas. Wanted him for American Graffiti. That was amazing. I was like, "One, what? Did you? It was I, this I, close?" <laughs> and he turned it down for a haircut. Hey, oh. if George Lucas asked me to do American Graffiti when I had long hair, I would tell him the same thing because I'm like all about the hair too. Thinking I'm old school. Let me let me tell you something. If George Lucas came up to me and said, "Look," I need you to play Anakin Skywalker in in the sequel series. Okay, he needs to come back. He's going to come back to life in the sequel series. But I got to re remove both your legs and an arm. <laughs> I'll be like, put me under and take them off, George. I'm all yours. 
<laughs> so, but then again, he didn't know who George Lucas was back then. Remember, he was an unknown. That's true. Nobody, nobody knew. I mean, he did. He did mention that he did see uh, THX one one three eight, and which was very uh, rare. Yeah, which was very rare that anybody saw that in those days. Um, but yeah, t- to be to be this close to, I mean, I guess hindsight is twenty twenty, and you don't know, you know, what you're gonna, you know, who anybody is. But if somebody comes and asks you, do you want to be in a movie? I mean, you'd be in a movie. Why not? If it means cutting the hair for a paycheck, I guess you know maybe. His monster residuals were kicking in good at that time, but and he didn't need it, but whatever. But yeah, my favorite guest of 2020 and uh, and yours also, uh, Mr. Butch Patrick. And I'd like to give uh, you know give a shout out to you know like you said to Liam, to G. Larry Butler, to Danny McDermott, um, great guests, Video Bob. Um, he was a riot to have, um, you know, to speak to and, um, really, really interesting person to, to talk to. And, uh, we, uh, we also spoke to Jeff Anison of Legion M, um, of course, Harry Mock, um, Betsy Baker. Great, uh, great to talk to her. And I can't wait until the, uh, the, the ladies of the evil dead, are back in business and uh, maybe we can go uh, catch her in person on tour and um, episode nine, Patrick Kennison. I mean, he, he was, you know, he was, he was, he was a kick-ass, kick-ass guest. And, you know, to, to, to talk to somebody who um, is on stage with legendary rock stars like um, Lita Ford and Alice Cooper I mean, it's just pretty, pretty awesome. And, um, you know, hopefully 21 brings us around to uh, going to shows again and we can uh, catch up, catch up with him. Um, well, I know with uh, Patrick, uh, I've known him for a very long time. And the one thing he shared with us did live on the show was how he developed one of his songs based upon a song from you know, Stevie Nicks and, and Fleetwood Mac days. And that kind of blew my mind because I, one of the songs that he developed that I really love was also based upon a song that was one of my mother's favorites. So that was kind of mind blowing, you know? Right. right. It's, you know, inspiration comes from different, you know, can come from anywhere. You can stub your toe and come up with a, you know, a hit single. You know, it's, yep. it, it's, it's amazing. So, um, Jeffrey, uh, I also, um, would be remiss to say that, um, 2020 has brought some heartache. Um, there's been a lot of celebrity passings, um, and, um, Lost a lot of amazing souls, man. A lot of, a lot of amazing, a lot of amazing souls, like you say. And, um, we're just going to close it off. Um, right there. And I want to say a, a heartfelt thank you to um, the folks over at GNN um, for having the courage to put these two idiots um, on their uh, on their on their backs and carrying us. And hopefully, uh, you know, you'll see um, 
you'll see us uh, and reach more and uh, greater heights for 2021. So with that being said, um, and I can't believe I just said that because I just told my wife, I hate when people say, with that being said, oh, she's going to kill me if she watches this. <laughs> for all the new information, visit geeknewsnow.net. They have everything that you could possibly uh, need to know about uh, the world of geek. Um, it's a great website. You go there, clickbait free. They're not going to ask you for your social security number. Uh, they, um, they're just honest, straightforward reporting, um, geeknewsnow.net. We are sponsored by Metallic Dice Games for everything you need for your gaming experience. Use code GNN at checkout and save 10%. And we are also sponsored by kayssspecialty.com. Uh, they are your one-stop shop for promotional products and business gifts, pens, hats, cups, mugs, jackets, t-shirts, um, anything you could want to put your name or photograph on, they do have it and they make it. And it's made right here in America. So uh, visit ks-specialty.com. And uh, there's a rumor that if you somehow mention the Geek and I podcast, you'll get 15% um, off, uh, off your order. So um, once again, thank you, Jeffrey. And I want to... Uh, thanks for being here and um, I really appreciate you and I appreciate uh, everybody in our audience um, have a great 2021 and we'll see you next year Bears. later later <laughs>